Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. It's me, your host, Nate. Uh, we missed last week. I had to take some uh, personal time and I needed a, um, I just needed to relax. I needed to take some time for me and, you know, even building a business. Uh, I'm not necessarily starting a business. Um, it's something I've been doing for um, at least since 2009 um, in terms of owning my own business. Um, but the stress sometimes of the stress sometimes of starting a business uh, or maintaining a business or growing a business rather can be very um, stressful. Um, today we're going to have a guest. She's actually on her way here now. Uh, Miss Radiance, uh, I'm just gonna call her Radiance, uh, until somebody else put a ring on it. And then, um, we're going to talk a little bit about her, about some things that she has coming up. She's starting her own YouTube channel now. Um, and, and if you don't uh, know Radiance, we're talk a little bit about her, about some things that she has coming up. Is that me? Hello? Is that me? I'm good. Hello? I guess I'm good. So, okay. So, I am, so with Radiance, she's an actress, she's a bartender, she's a dancer, a performer. We both went to Coppin State University. Um, so, this month, uh, it's going to be a little thematic. I'm going to bring a lot of my cop and players on uh, for the rest of this month and leading into um, July. Uh, we're going to host a number of uh, cop and players that you may have not seen before on this show or uh, the next two. Well, this this young lady and the next gentleman, you've definitely seen them before. Um, and uh, I'm just really excited about all that's coming but today we're going to talk a little bit about just um, self-preservation, um, making sure we are um, keeping ourselves together and keeping ourselves healthy, both physically and mentally. And a lot of um, a lot of emphasis has been put on our our mental lately, um, as well as our physical health. Um, but spiritually, I think a lot of us are failing. And I'm not telling anybody to worship any particular God or any particular individual. Uh, all I'm saying is spiritually, um, we have to get ourselves in line and in order. Um, and we have to stop relying on our flesh um, and idols. Idols being people who have made it, who are successful, who we lend our attention to and praise to. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about some things that have been going on with me, some things that may have been going on um, with you. Uh, you definitely you definitely can call in at 443-642-9403. The number's at the lower right-hand side of the screen. And I want you to be able to call in. And, and share with us things that you have been going through. Sorry, I'm looking down because I'm trying to uh, add uh, individuals to our Facebook page as well. Um, so with that being said, I am um, 
I'm very excited about some things that I have going on, but I want to make sure that mentally I am as prepared, spiritually I am as prepared, and physically I am as prepared as I need to be in order to get those things done. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, we're going to talk a little a, a little bit about those things that keep us in line and in order. Uh, a minute. So we're going to talk a little bit about those things that I've been doing lately to keep myself in order and in line with um, uh, my higher power, my higher self. I believe in God. Whoever you pray to, whoever you meditate over, whoever you meditate over. Uh, meditate to or however you pray if it's yoga if it's um if it's who you are i'm lost am i am i doing good <laughs> uh we're, we're making some um changes and um i'm just a little lost is what i'm saying but um anyway making sure that everything that we have going on is in line with our mental, physical, and spiritual health. Now, I'm not an expert. Um, I just know what what I've experienced and what I've seen and what I've been able to um, uh, do as it pertains to um, as it pertains to. I can't hear you. The door lock. Hold on. So, sorry, uh, but uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to introduce a little bit of the, that scenario to people. Um, uh, so Radiance, if you don't know Radiance, me and Radiance have known each other for a number of years now. And Radiance does a lot of performance artwork that spotlights um sexual STDs, uh, domestic violence, um, and a lot of socially conscious issues that uh, not only for women, but just people in general. And we are uh, going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about what she's going to do in terms of her uh, YouTube channel, what we'll be expected to see. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, next week's show and what we have going on in terms of um, what this new space for me is bringing to you all, what I hope to do with it, and what I want everybody to be able to um, get out of it. So um, my mental health is just as important to me as business, as being an artist, because none of those things work uh, together well if they aren't if my mental stability isn't good. Um, we're going to talk a little bit today about setting boundaries and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable in our own um, business, in our own relationships, and being able to have com uh, conversations with people, communicating and being able to talk to people in a way that we don't feel like we are um, in confrontation. When you're talking to people about your feelings, it should never, uh, a mentor of mine just said this to me a couple of weeks ago, it should never end in an argument. 
because that means somebody in that relationship is is denying how somebody is feeling. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that today. We have a couple hot topics of some things that are going on within the scope of um, of of uh, just life. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Mary J. Blige. Um, documentary that came up. I'm actually watching it right now. Uh, well, it's on the TV right now. I'm not watching it right now. And I actually watched it last night. Um, and then uh, some other hot topics that we have coming up. So I'm going to jump right in there and I'm going to jump out there with the Mary J. Blige um, documentary. Um, a lot of people are not, you know, as impressed with it. But I'm, I'm, I looked at it as more of her opening up and finally being able to tell uh, her story from her perspective without the song. Um, I just, uh, sidebar, I just uh, saw another interview with Jasmine Sullivan, who was admittingly uh, telling us that she also has been going through some anxiety in terms of her being a singer. She felt as though she she said it was hard for her to make friends and to relate with people because people only seemed to listen to her when she was singing. And that's a sad thing when you have such talent, but you feel as though your talent is the only thing that people will respond to, will listen to, will communicate with you uh, with. Um, in terms of how, in terms of how she um how she is dealing with it, it really says a lot about us as family, as community, as fans, that we only seem to listen to individuals when they have a certain talent or they have a certain skill set. And beyond that, we really don't want to deal with them. So when the voice goes, so does our attention, so does our respect for that person, so does our you know, dealings with that person. And that happens now in the non-celebrity world as well. So going back to the Mary J. Blige documentary, it's hard watching her do interviews because she feels, it seems that she's very guarded. She's very closed off. She's very, um, her blinking is, is not annoying to me, but I notice it. And I know for me, I begin to blink a lot when I'm in an uncomfortable situation. And, for, and I noticed that in a lot of her interviews. I also noticed, you know, uh, when she does interviews, people always remark in a way that they don't like when Mary J. Blige is in a happy space in her life because she, um, can you go get a chair out of that, that glass from the bring the chair? You good. Um, and don't shut the door up. Uh, people remark to her in a way where they only want Mary J. Blige when she's in a bad mood or when she's going through something or she's hurt. And it's, it's heartbreaking to know that she's had music that is upbeat. She's had music that is on the whole spectrum of uh, club to ballads to everything in between. And it's really, um, as individuals, it says a lot about us as human beings also when we only are, we, Marjorie Blige's music has helped a lot of us get through, uh, has helped a lot of us get through a lot of tough times. And so here with me now is Miss Radiance. And um, I'm talking to, um, 
I'm talking about the Emerging Black documentary. Have you seen it yet? So part of what uh, I wanted to talk about today is just uh, making sure that as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as um, community leaders, activists, um, employees, employers, that we are making sure that we are in line with our greatest self, that we're not just putting our best foot forward, that that best foot is being backed up by even stronger foot. And everything ain't going to be okay. Um, and I was giving them a little insight into who you were and kind of things that you've done. The fact that you're starting your YouTube channel uh, soon, uh, hopefully very soon, mm -hmm. uh, along with uh, a podcast that she wants to also do. So hopefully she can be on the exposed at some point. Uh, but um, mentally, we also, I'm something where she started. Okay. Um, Okay, you got us all out. With how we met was at Coppin. We were both urban art and production majors, and that means anything. 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 Um, each one of us has had a lead in life. Uh, but it is never, never going to be the same. Um, but because all of us are. We'll get Mike closer. Like that? See you now? See you now? But in, in, us, in us learning to be artists, one of the things that I did with the artists were not to attempt to prepare ourselves for when it comes to ideas being installed. Still can't hear you clearly. Still can't hear you clearly. So, so part part of what um part of what so part of what um I want to talk about today is what I want to introduce Radiance um and I want to talk about some mental preparedness uh and. We'll talk about mental, physical, and spiritual. I've been here before, and so um, I'm just really excited to just, you know, talk. Sorry that I'm late, but I know that Nate has uh, really been um, keeping you guys, you know, on your toes waiting for me. Um, I just wanted to, we're on what? Um, Facebook, Instagram? Like, what's on? Yes, my name is Radiance again, mm -hmm. and um, I am an artist. I'm a mother, a girlfriend, because I got a man. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, I just, you know, like like Nate was saying, you know, a mental prepare, preparedness and preparation. And um, it's 
it's really important, I guess, you know, because in order to be able to, your, your mental health is really important in order for you to be able to be, be prepared mentally. Yeah. And so, he was, and I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't get to watch um, the Mary Jane, yeah, the documentary, um, but I am going to watch it. Yeah. My story. Uh, we we can't hear you because you're you, you're talking away from the mic. Um, yeah. So uh, it is her story is very similar to who we are. It's very similar to some of the people that many of us as of color have been able to um, grow up with or grow up around. Um, and it's really. Um, it's, it, it was sad watching it, and I think you're going to learn some things about her that we kind of picked up along the way um, and things that you may not understand. It doesn't go into the whole history of her music. It's not in-depth. It just tells her, it tells us how she got started and just where she's been on this roller coaster. It doesn't really even touch on where she's at currently. Like, it kind of goes up to her, um, her her divorce because this was actually filmed over the time that she was doing her 25th anniversary of Mama, which was about two and a half years ago. So it, I think 2018 to 2019 is when this was filmed, when she was on a tour for that anniversary. Um, and it... It, it was sad to me because a lot of the interviews that I've seen her on in general, it spoke about people, were, the, the interviewer will always remark, you know, um, when we saw something bad being reported about her life, oh, we about to get a really good album. And she's given, she sacrificed her creativity, her livelihood, her life, because the pain that she went through could have killed her. But uh, Radiance just recently posted something about crying, and I, I'm trying to remember the whole uh, the whole post. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so I struggled with this for um, for a while. When I'm a very open person, and just mm. listening, I am. Uh, maybe too open. I'm Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm a very open person. I'm an open book because I always say when I die, I, I don't want it to be any gray, you know, gray colors. It's either black or white. My my life is full of color. And I want you to see each of those colors, you know, while I am here on this earth. And there's not gonna be um like, oh, I saw it or oh no, that happened. Or, you know, it's just like I, I feel like that my story, uh and my story this chapter of my life and all the previous chapters is um, just basically just leading up to, you know, something great. So on my Facebook post, I I mean, I'll give you like a back um, background. I didn't give too many people this background, but because it's Nate, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. No, but um, so I was sitting there. I, you know, I'm a, a selfie queen. I love selfies. And so <laughs> and so I was looking at one of the selfies that I, I post, you know, that I was about to post on Facebook. And I was just like, wow, you really look pretty. 
And I just started laughing to myself. And I, I said, but you fucked up in the head. Okay, but you fucked up in the head, and I can say that to myself because I know. And when you become, (laughs) yes, I have permission to be able to tell myself that I'm fucked up because I know I am, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the fact that a lot. I'm very misunderstood. I am very, you know, um, you know, like a lot of people don't think like me. A lot of people don't move like me. And so, and I get that, you know what I mean? And a lot of people don't understand me as much as everybody, you know, feels like, oh yeah, Radiance, I know her, but you really don't know. It's okay. okay. And, you know, now I'm living... Now we have no audio. Be able to, you know, talk about my story because I've been trying for the past, you know, couple of weeks trying to find out a, a name for my um, podcast YouTube channel. And I couldn't really, you know, I didn't want anything lame or anything like that because some of the topics that I am going to talk about are are, uh, are real and it's about me. And so I want people to, you know, um, tune in. So I once I looked at the picture and I said, oh, you fucked up. I was like, wow, I'm pretty fucked. And that's what the title of my podcast YouTube is going to be. And, and and before we go any further, because she's about to go in. Um, <laughs> today, I'm about to be real in a way that I'm not normally real. And Radiance, I think you should know, know a lot about me at this point or know enough about me at this point. You don't know everything because I purposely keep a line drawn between me and the world, <laughs> this universe. I know. Uh, uh, well, real quick, Mike, uh, can you hear us, Marnie? Because I just plugged the mic up. Yes, it's bad. I'm going to just say, I'm going to just say, Mike, check one, two, one, two. So, uh, sorry, today just was different. It was, you know, yes, the organic, audio was bad. but hey, tune in or not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just, uh, that's just where I'm at in life. I'm not, I, I don't want to pull any punches. So, today I just took a sip of water, I don't drink. So, it just is about to be real. Uh, but I have to be real in this moment because I think, like Radiance, um, I think we make stuff. But the difference between us is you're still very transparent. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm not lying to anybody or hiding anything. I just don't have a lot of trust, you know. And I've had my, you know, I've something, my grandma used to say a lot of stuff to me. And I just saw, this somewhere else. And it just, it was confirmation that my grandmother is watching me. And she used to say, a listening ear will quickly turn into a running mouth when there's a disconnect or when there's an argument or when someone is upset or mad. You learn a lot about a person when they're mad at you. Mm -hmm. And I've learned how to be very transparent. Even in my social media, I'm learning rather to be transparent. So when Radiance wrote that, it uh, was further confirmation for me to get real and come out. Uh, Come out in terms of um, setting boundaries, learning how to 
not just speak up for myself because I don't take anything off for anybody, but learning how to, before it gets to the point where I got to tell you off, learning how to set a healthy boundary. And if you are crossing that boundary, learning how to erase, replace, you know, and embrace new individuals into my life as I've been doing. But my, my game has always been, you are invisible to me. And I do that without conscience, without even thinking about it. And I don't like that because I realized we we had a meeting for Be Exposed. And it was somebody on there that I will never have a conversation with. But the fact that we were in a space and that person referred to me and I was having remarks that was responding to what that person was saying, but they did not exist to me was heartbreaking to me because that's starting to mess with my integrity and my professionalism. Um, And I don't play with those things, Uh, but I'm learning how to be a better person in terms of communicating when I no longer want you in my space. And I don't care how you respond to that. You know, I'm concerned with how I'm delivering, but not how you necessarily take it, because how you take it is personal and it has something to do with you and not with me. Um, And I'm learning how to communicate better my feelings with people who I have called my friends. If if I've called you a friend or if I've allowed you to call me a friend, um, I have to be better at communicating when I've been hurt when I've been personally um, disrespected, when I felt disrespected, or when I feel like you're being full of shit. Um, and and that, is, that is something that has, is new to me, is new to how I'm doing this. So Radiance made the post. It was further confirmation because I saw the post about the listening ear and running mouth. And then when Radiance posted that, I was going through a space where I I don't know how to cry because if I'm crying, there's a fight about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm I don't like that in me, but that's just my environment that I was raised in. Go ahead. And and I mean just to piggyback because I because sometimes I forget and I forgot my little notebook. So I want to be able to like really, really be real. And I hope that this person stays on here and stuff. But anyway, um Again, my name is Radiance. You can follow me on Radiance on the Rise. Um, soon to be on YouTube. My channel will be, um, is that what it's called? Channel? Yes. Oh, okay. So my channel is I'm Pretty Fucked. And so I am pretty. P-H. P-H, yes, because. U-C-K. P-H-U-C-K. I don't know if that's how she was spelling it, but I'm suggesting. But yes, that's how I'm spelling it. But um, but basically my, my, um, my post was, you know, stating, you know, I was just like, you know what, Radiance, like you're, this is what you're about to do and you're about to change lives. And that is, that is my, I I feel like that's my, my life, you know, that's my life. I feel like I go through the things that I go through. I embrace my challenges Mm -hmm. the way that I embrace them. I talk about, you know, I cry a lot. I'm emotional. Um, I'm bipolar, the real kind, you know, Um, I I battle with alcoholism um, and all of these things, you know, but I am a phenomenal person. And, and guess what? It took a long time for me to be able to say that about myself mm-hmm. and that, you know, and I still suffer with self-doubt. I'm able now, it, it, I was in a place in my life where I couldn't be loved correctly. Well, I was, I, I didn't want to be loved correctly. I thought I wanted to I be loved. I think you didn't deserve you to love. I didn't deserve it. I, no, I'm not saying you didn't. I, I felt like that's what you felt. Yeah, that I didn't des- 
oh, yes, I didn't deserve to be loved. And so um, I, you know, and, and now that I, it was just something that was just like an epiphany came to me. And I, I, I just knew that my story, you know, like a, a, like a lot of other um, individual stories, are meant you were meant to go through these things to you know in in order for us to grow there's lessons in in the pain that we you know go through in life and and now you know i'm able to like nate said i'm able to you know tell you how i feel in in my past i wasn't because i was scared of how you would receive it or how you would you know perceive me Mm -hmm. and now I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it's, and, and, and I I'm, I, one of the things that I've stopped doing is saying I don't care because I do care. And that's why I get so hurt because I'm a caring person. So how I come across to you affects me. But when you, I just told somebody the other day, hood shit offends me. And I'm, I'm, I've never been any other race. And when I'm going to preface this by saying, Hood does not have any area code. It does not have any culture or complexion to it. It is hood shit. And hood shit is when you've learned a way of survival and that survival mechanism in you uh, forces you to make decisions that are not your best decisions. But because you're in survival mode, you keep making decisions for your better self. So when someone rips you off, that's hood shit. Because I've learned how to survive by getting over with people and getting over with the people who I know are going to always be there and always forgive me. But then what happened, what have started to happen is hood shit ain't being forgiven no more because people are growing. They're getting outside of their four block radius and they're realizing that hood shit don't need. I don't need to survive being survival mode every moment of my life. A hustle is supposed to be temporary to get you to where you are Supposed to be in life. So we've had conversations. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't been completely honest because I'm always a listening ear um, that doesn't run their mouth, uh, but a listening ear. And, I, and I all, I've always wanted to be more open and honest and be trusting. That's why I can say how I felt you were feeling mm-hmm. because I listened to what you, you've been saying over the years. But a lot of us are not in relationships where we can be honest with each other because the other person is absorbing and making personal my feelings. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is another our feelings. Yes, our feelings. And a a lot of times, you know, when people and and I'm listening to Nate as he talks, because, you know, a lot of times what I've started to, you know, realize and because I've been going to therapy. a lot of therapy, um, but I'm realizing I was not a good friend. Mm. I was not a good friend to anyone because I wasn't good to myself. Mm. And now that I'm realizing that, feelings. and it wasn't it wasn't done, you know, maliciously. It wasn't done, you know, purposely. It mm. was it was just the fact that I had so much shit going on that I didn't want to, you know, expose myself. I didn't want to tell anybody. I just mm-hmm. wanted to keep my little personal, my personal. You know, I wanted to do that, but in turn, people that loved me and, you know, cared about me. And then people, some of the people that probably really didn't, but anyway, I wasn't being a good friend because I wasn't able to 
you really be radiance. You right. know, I wasn't able to be like, oh, well, you know what? Um, such and such just beat my ass, but I, I, I can't come, you know, to this because, mm-hmm. um, you know what? I, whatever excuse or lie, because it was a lie. I don't care what anybody says. Lies don't have any color. I don't care if I'm lying about this. I'm, it's a lie. So mm-hmm. I, you know, and but in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want this person to, you know, uh, look at the person bad. And I don't want them to be thinking, oh, wow, you know, Radiance is, you know, getting fucked up all the goddamn time. So, mm-hmm. she, you know, she, I just didn't want anybody to know. So I'm- And that, and sidebar, that is because we- have conditioned ourselves to overlooking things. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes, and, and the thing about Nate with, you know, Nate always, for some, he has like that, that third eye. So, you know, he has a way of going, mm, okay. But deep down that, mm, you know that mm, means I know something else is going on, but because you don't want to share it with me, then I'm just going to keep it moving. Because I, I when I call you, you have to you, be my ready. Friend, yeah. You have to be and ready. I, and I wasn't ready. You know, like mm-hmm. I have a, a lot of my friends who, you know, really, they're, they're my friends. All of them are my friends and some of them are closer than, you know, my other friends. But, but yeah, it's just like, I, I was, you know, I was lying to myself and I'm supposed to love me before I love anybody. And so mm-hmm. if I'm walking around a living lie, a living lie, mm-hmm. if I'm walking around a living lie, how can I be a friend? How can I be good? Then yes, I'm still good to people and I've been good to people. My heart has not changed at all, but my circumstance allowed um, the perception that everyone else had to, of me, you know, to be tainted. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. is, you know, and that's real. Thank you. I, and that's real for me. I'm saying thank you to myself mm-hmm. because that's my self-affirmation. And that's another thing that I'm going to be loving myself, being able to, you know, tell myself, I, I forgive you. Mm. I forgive you for the things that you have done to hurt me. And a lot of people be like, Radiance, you're talking to yourself. Yes, I am talking to myself because this is my, I'm my best friend. Mm. You know what I mean? And I love everybody. And in order for me to be able to be a great friend, to be able to be a great mother, to be able to be a great grandmother, shout out to my grandson, to be all of those things, I have to be honest with myself. And so now, like I've cleared my throat chakra so what you hear is what you're going to get. If you like it or you don't like it, I, I it, like Nate said, he did bring up a point. I do care about how you feel. I don't want to offend anybody, mm-hmm. but I can't let it consume who I am. I can't right. let it consume, you know, the person that I am. And, and, and I started letting all the things that people would say, like, just like with my, my, my podcast and just being real, you know, I, I, one of my friends asked me, well, you going to talk about, um, you going to talk about killing yourself? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I did it. You going to talk about you being an alcoholic? Yes, I, I was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't embarrassed when I was doing it. I was at my rock bottom when I chose it. So why not be able to talk about it, tell my story and be able to help somebody else? Because there's somebody else that's sitting in silence. You know what I mean? Like like he was saying about Mary J. Blige. We 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 the the power of social media and the media, the news, the television and all that, it it it, it can be a great grand thing, but it can also be something that is just that is just detrimental. It hasn't been. It's been it's been more detrimental than it's been mm-hmm. beneficial. Exactly. And, and we talk a lot about blocking our blessings and um 
and 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 when we block our blessings, it's because we have we hide things. Mm -hmm. We hide what we're going through, what we've been through, what what's been happening to us. Um, we lie about what's going on with us, and when we do that. We, we are blocking the blessing, the lessons that we are supposed to be showcasing to other people and helping them out. So we then block our blessings because then we can't get reciprocated on that lesson that we've been gifted to give mm -hmm. because we are now blocking, we're blocking the learning tool. Yeah. So many of us, we may be successful in life, but you're not happy. Yeah, you might got all the money in the world, but you can't seem to lose any weight. You can't seem to find the perfect person. You can't seem to get everything that you want because you are blocking a blessing. Yeah. You're blocking a blessing that's supposed to come back to you. Yep, and that and that, and that's so true. Just like with social media, like I, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. I was I was so like frustrated, you know, mm -hmm. like with social media, and I'm like because I, and and I found myself being. Um, consumed with social media and it was just like what well, Instagram cut off my inboxes and I'm sitting there like why can't I send a message or why can't anybody respond and the first thing that the first thing that came to my mind is oh my gosh everybody's gonna think I'm ignoring them oh my gosh I'm not saying thank you to somebody and I like I literally got stressed because I was just like I don't have my phone I can't communicate you know the regular way and I started to get stressed and so then when I went to therapy, I was just like, it's just social media. You know, if they can't understand it, then they are, you know, like, oh, well, they can't understand it. You mm -hmm. know, but those little things caused me to be like, so, you know, like my daughters, when their phones cut off, I'm sorry, didn't mean to put your business out there, but that's the way they communicate with me. Just different things. And I was just so stressed about it. Like, mm -hmm. I was, um, go ahead, keep going. Oh, I was so stressed about it. And so I um just like him just picking up my phone. I'm I was I got I just got stressed. Like don't look at those naked Literally. pictures. They are just there for my anatomy class. But <laughs> and so, you know, I you know, I'm 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 living in my truth as my best friend Odella, I hope she's watching. Shout out. She says, living your truth. Why why die in a lie? What you have a legacy that you have to leave to someone, good, bad, or indifferent. Like I, like I explained to my daughters when I was trying to explain to them that I'm going to be doing this. You know, I'm I'm going to you know reach the masses with my story. I'm going to um, tell them. I asked them how they felt about it, and my daughters was like, "Oh, it's okay. I mean, we know." Because I, I I didn't hide it from them. I couldn't hide it from them. I was functioning in, in my illness. I was functioning everywhere else. But I still wanted to make sure that it was okay. Even though I'm grown, I can do what I want to do. But I didn't want it to affect them because they're still young. They're still, you know, um, impressionable. But my daughters are very strong-minded individuals and they're strong. And so they are very supportive of, you know, of what I want to do with my life and how I want to impact other people's lives. And, and so this, the real part is about to come up. So, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's not brutally rude, uh, real, but I, I've been talking about uh, this book that I've been working on and shout out to um, my, I guess I can call him my partner, Blue Waters. Uh, he's on the cocktail social 
And Blue has been um, more on the life coaching side of this process, um, kind of coaching the stories out of me because a lot of them have been hard for me to talk about because you can't trust people in today's world because people will go behind your back and have private conversations that they could have directly with you. But it's more comfortable for us to, you know, chit chat to the side and gossip than it is to help a person that you see struggling. Hmm. And a lot of that frustrates me because I just, I'm the type of person that you can come to. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm difficult because I, I have a, I have an ability to be able to feel what you're thinking. And if I feel that what you're thinking is not in line with honesty and truth, I'm going to give you the cold shoulder name. The, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, okay. The real disconnected name. And that happens a lot in many of my relationships uh, because I'm, I'm there, I'm presently there with, for you but I know it's not being reciprocated. So, so I close off <coughs> that side of me. And many people, you know, I disclosed a lot of stuff this year. Um, I celebrated my birthday for the first time in a very long time this year. But then I went online and I saw messy individuals who could have easily called me. My number has not changed and understood why they were saying something that they've never seen before. But they chose to be messy about it. Go ahead. And you know, I, I, and, and I, and I really want to because I, I remember how you used to be like, oh, it's my birthday, it's another day, you know. But I was always pumped mm-hmm. about my birthday. Anybody that knows me knows that my birthday is really important, April thirteenth. But <laughs> so when they, you know, that was, you know, that I, you know, that was something that when he had his event. You know, I was so proud of him and I wanted to talk to him then, but I had just got off work and I was, you know, like I, it was mm-hmm. late, but I was so proud because it was a step towards something. And I didn't know what the step to, towards it was, but, you know, whether it just be I'm going to celebrate another year because I, you know, I'm here mm-hmm. or whether it's another year in my business, you know, like I told Nate, you got a lot to, you know, be grateful for. I remember when you first started, you didn't have a studio and you mm-hmm. would be, we'd be driving somewhere and he's bending uh bending metal in my car and carrying around in in his brown satchel you know remember you don't have a brown satchel oh (laughs) keep moving on up but no like it's just you know like like this year you know a lot of people people are going to be messy people are messy they're messy Mm -hmm. and they don't understand and when they don't understand they assume and when they assume those assumptions are either um lies because they have to make up something like why is this person not talking to me anymore? Well, you're not asking them why they're not talking to you mm-hmm. anymore. You're just going to assume, well, oh, she and don't oh, have she conversations is. about them not talking to you. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Somebody text me something that they were trying to text to someone else. And guess who it was about? Me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? I didn't respond negative in a negative manner because I'm not going to engage that energy because you're going to pull from the positive energy that I do have. But all I could say to myself was, damn, good, bad, or indifferent. Radiance's name is still in their mouth. So that's how I feel. And that's how I feel about my channel. But even that creates a, a shell, a wall, a brick wall. From between you and life, mm-hmm. there were people in my life that 
I was an asshole to that I should not have been, but because they were either associated with certain people or, you know, just you getting it because you're here mm-hmm. because that person not here. And I, I had to stop that because I, I had to start counting up the many people in my life that if I call you, which I don't do often or very rarely, they show up for me. Yes. You know, and me starting this, everybody that I called just to come by and see it came. And I did not call many people. I should have, but I didn't. You know, in, in this space for me, in a year's time, I can count how many people showed up for me or at least even reached out for me. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone anywhere. My address hasn't changed. Maybe my cell phone has changed, but my social media didn't change. I didn't one of the people that just closed myself off because I still do this. Uh, but I had to learn how to. So the process of this book, and I'll give a little bit more of it. I had to learn how to, I had to learn to break my own heart so I can then achieve and grow and mend. Uh, so you know how I think I was walking around with a sprained heart. Oh, And you know, when you get a sprain, it does not heal the same way if it's a clean break. Yeah. So in the process of me writing this book and muscling through this last year, I had to learn how to break my heart so I could put it back together. So when you posted that recently, it was a moment. Um, I, I just told a friend, my friend, Jay Nicole, um, it was one weekend. It was right up until my birthday, like right before I was trying to cry because I just felt it was a lot of stuff in me that was just not coming out. And I'm not a crying person. Um, I'll cry for you. Right. <laughs> and I was, I was saying I could not emote. I couldn't do it. That's one of my emotions that I just don't tap into. Like on stage, if you need tears, I can cry real crocodile tears. But in life, I've cut that part of myself off because you don't deserve it. It's, it was many people who did not deserve to see that side of me or experience that side of me because they were not genuine individuals. And um, Go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. You sure? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that's crazy, like, because you, you, you were saying that you can cry on, you know, on demand, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you can't, you, you, you cannot, that, that's, that's deep. Because it's just like, you know, you have, like you said, you block that. And see, with me, I'm like, my emotions are are so intertwined in so many things. But like mm-hmm. on stage, I'm like literally forgetting my lines because I'm trying to think of something that happened to make me cry. Because I'm just like, as much of a cry as I am, it's just like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I can't. But I cry a lot because I do have, I'm pouring out. And so to hear you, like, this is enlightening about, you know, hearing this mm-hmm. because you know now I'm a I have a little more insight. Well, it's it is not if somebody's ever seen me cry before, so that's not nothing new. But it's a it's the idea of um, just I'm I'm always present in the moment, and I'm hypersensitive to what I see people doing that they don't think people see they know. And I'm very sensitive to those things. And I can I can almost feel what you're thinking in many cases. So that's why I stay away from a lot of people. And recently, in the last three years, I removed myself. 
uh, from a lot of people who in their own space are not good for themselves. So how can, like you just said, how can I possibly be good for somebody else if I'm not being good to me? Yeah. And then, and and I had to remove myself from a lot of individuals like that because they were still trying to be all that they could be in my life. And it was causing messiness to happen. Yeah. And I mean, and we, and we don't, I don't think that people wake up, well, maybe they do because they're miserable and they, and they are not um, able to be able to, but I don't, I, I genuinely don't feel like people wake up and say that, you know, oh, well, today I'm going to live my life messy. I'm going to, I'm just, no. gonna, they, they don't. But they're so they're they're so sprained and so broken. Whatever is going on, because I was that person. I was never like a messy person because I just I really never wanted to. Um, I really never. Oh, I really never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. So, like, what if what you tell me, I'm gonna keep it because I'm not gonna go and spread it because mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt their feelings. And if you trusted right. me enough, you got. I, I want you to be able to trust me. If you trust me enough to tell me, I, I you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take away the trust that you and I have built. Right. But I also don't want to hurt somebody else because what you want to so say. So I'm gonna set up a little bit of structure because of the time frame we have. Can you open up the door? Oh, sorry. So the that. little little structure that we have left time that we have left, I wanted to talk about um, just ways in which myself and uh, Radiance are finding uh, comfort in being transparent. For me, it's still very difficult for me to be transparent because I never had that space or that opportunity to that space to be um, as transparent as I needed to be. Because trust has been a very difficult thing for me to establish with people. Because I just see the messiness in individuals that they sometimes don't see in themselves. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I often was a person that when I got close to you, I let you know, these are my my hangups. Like, uh, people call me bougie. Hey, I'll accept that. Because I know how I want to be treated. I know how I deserve to be treated. And I see the difference in what's actually happening. And it it really did um, put me in a space of um, trying to figure those things out when I'm having relationships with people and not being able to um, turn it off. So I can't turn off that distrust and be like, hey, Radiance, let me just turn this off and let me, you can, you can feel free to. Yeah, just I because I remember my, I was, I just purchased, I'm trying to mm-hmm. you good. Oh, You're good. But just, you know, and me having conversations with, say, Radiance, mm-hmm. and I'll say to Radiance, and she'll sometimes think I'm joking because I say it in such a joking way. Yeah, I, I didn't like that or such and such. Or I, I think recently I said, uh, she was like, well, have you talked to something? No, because I don't have no friends. And I and I say that in a way that is very honest mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I had any. But I had to go back and really count up a lot. And not just because somebody did something for me or somebody did things with me or helped me with things. I don't, I don't automatically count you as a friend because you did those things. But I'm realizing... Some of those people did things for me and showed up for me because they are my friend. Mm-hmm. And I had to then rebuild that list. And I felt bad having to rebuild a list, but I had to rebuild that list of people who who are there for me. And not just coming to buy earrings. That doesn't mean you're my friend. That means you like the earrings and you want to buy them. 
But um, counting them, I'm, I'm, I'm just using that as an example. Okay, that's not hearing. Some people count that as friendship, and it's and 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 you're not. And one of my friends told me, like that you're, you know, like your 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 business friends, your work friends. You know what I mean? Yes, you build relationships with them because you know you might, mm-hmm. be, but everybody is not your friend, and I'm learning that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 41 years old, and I'm still coming. Yeah, you look good. Though. Thank you, good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm 41 years old, and I'm just learning. Everybody is not your friend. Everybody is not your cheerleader, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. When I when I got into the relationship that I'm in, you know, now, I mean, you would have thought that because I've been dead and you know depressed and I haven't been in a real you know relationship and you know forever you know you would think that people were happy and they'll be like radiance is really look at radiance she's glowing oh look at radiance she's happy but I you know little in the background you know I'll sidebar that a little bit we have a responsibility when those things happen to us Mm -hmm. because we made things look so Ironclad tight. Like we everything was okay. Right. We made things look okay when when some people could see it falling apart. When we knew it was falling apart. We could see those things happening. But and I'm I'm only saying this because I know you. Mm-hmm. You weren't always present. So now that you're in a space, it's not about proving to anybody that I look, y'all, I'm really happy this time. No. It's not just a superficial happiness. I'm really happy this time. But we have to just be consistent because people, the same way people don't support your business because you, you're here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then you open up a shop over here and then you're selling out your car over here. And then you and it's, that's a part of your process. But people want to know, are you going to be there next week? Yeah, because I guess it'd be riding roller. Right. <laughs> but that is true. And, that, right. and, and, and and to his point, we I do, you know, I, I, I don't owe anybody anything, but. I understand exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. but we have we but we have to understand some people in our lives are just waiting, just waiting. Okay, you good now? Okay, so I can we can proceed with this. And then there are other people who will continue to call you and continue like I I would do this thing on Radiance when Radiance will go live or she'll say something, and I was like, hmm, that's funny because you didn't call me, and it and it wasn't that I we necessarily hated each other, but. Sometimes friends grow apart. Sometimes this and has to happen. So you can get yourself together and I may have to get myself together. But a lot of times we want people to read our minds. Mm-hmm. We're not effective at communicating. Yeah. We want things to happen like that. Yes. And we're not putting anything into it. We My want f- microwave friendships. We yeah. want microwave relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people like, why is this man? Not- I'm, the- I'm great. And not knowing that I want shit. And I could, and I didn't know how. To, oh, I'm sorry, was the baby still here? But I wasn't shit, and it wasn't. I wasn't shit because of the fact that oh, commercial break. She said commercial break. Well, you can sing. Okay, we can take a commercial break. Hey y'all, look, we're well, about to take a quick commercial break. So don't care. go anywhere. We'll don't be right back. Bad. We'll be right back. Thank you guys for you know for joining. Like.
be with the enthusiasm. Right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I am back here. And this conversation really um, is being sparked by just where I'm at right now. Um, I was telling a, a friend, uh, a good friend of mine, writer friend, Latonya Valencia Moss, doctor, Moss. Uh, she just got her doctorate. Um, I was having I was having some energy. So she's gonna come in here and kind of clear the air for me once she uh gets better. And she's gonna come back. And I was telling I was just it, it felt like a writer's block. Like creatively, I was able to still come in here and create because I now have the space to be able to spread everything out and create in that way. But I was having trouble emoting. And my ability to be able to connect with my emotions and actually have them as a black man, that's not a space that we've been afforded or something that has been normalized for us. And I wanted to get off of that train of saying, well, they don't let black men and they don't and just be that black man that is allowed to do it and 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 does it despite being a, given permission to. Um, and. It, it really, the, the post that you post, it really, and I'm going to try to pull that up. Oh, yeah. um, okay. It really just, uh, it put me in a space of wanting to um, bring Radiance on, understanding that she was, you know, starting her show, of course, but. In September, but, um, just since we back from commercial, well, he's looking to pull it up. September. Um, so tell people a little bit about it while I pull up the post. Oh, okay. So again, welcome back to Be Exposed. Um, thank you guys for joining my live. Um, I am starting a podcast YouTube channel, um, and it's entitled the I was shush. Um, it's entitled I'm Pretty Fucked, and um, it's the real and raw of radiance. And it's not just going to, you know, I'm not just going to be talking about just all of like the horrible things that you know I've gone through, but they're, they're I'm talking about my lessons, things that I'm going through. Because I'm life. pretty, yeah, huh? I'm pretty fucked. Like, that's exactly how I came up with it. I've been struggling for months because I wanted to do this. And I thought, you know, and I think that I utilized that as like a scapegoat. Like, oh, I can't find a good title. All these people on YouTube were talking about your title means everything. And it was just like, I think that that was just the, the, the delay in me wanting to go ahead and be exposed. And I'm going to expose like that. I was like, oh, I'm going to be on exposed radio about being exposed. <laughs> So, you know, I'm going to, you know, share my story about relationships, domestic violence, um, mental illness. And it all has to do with me, alcoholism mm -hmm. and utilizing all of those things to that, that I thought it was going to heal me. Go ahead. You can. Um, no, no. But uh, uh, so I pulled up the post and it says, uh, well, you can read it. Cause you oh. oh, it's my damn post. But I mean, I, I wanted to hear it in somebody else's voice. But OK, OK. Um, it says. I cry. I'm crying now. Mm -hmm. I suffer with bouts of depression. I'm bipolar. I give of myself endlessly, but okay. I suffer in silence. I battled alcoholism. I'm a talented phenomenon, but I still suffer with self-doubt. I'm human and don't mind sharing my truths with the world. Stay tuned. I'm pretty fucked. The real and raw radiance. Thank you, Sharnita. I don't know if you're still on there, but thank you. She helped me with the uh, real and raw um, radiance, and so you know, it's it's definitely something. It's definitely something that I am excited about doing, um, and I'm excited about doing it because I feel like um, 
I am going to be able, even if I, I help one person, you know, if you don't know me, um, I, I, I've performed, I've, I've written shows on um, various things. And I let those shows, I thought I was letting those shows tell my story, but I, you know, I was still going through the things that I was, you know, trying to help other people with. So I'm just like, you know what? I need to tell my story and I don't care. And I'm and, and not saying that I don't care, but I really don't care mm-hmm. about the naysayers or the things that, or people that are going to be like, oh my gosh, like Radiance is like talking about all of her personal stuff. Well, I have to expose myself in order to heal myself. And so in order to begin the, the healing or continue the healing. And so I don't mind, you know, I don't mind because all those things that I was going through or that I was, you know, doing, I wasn't embarrassed to do them. I mean, I would go out and drink myself underneath the table because I used to be like, you know what, ain't no, no I, I, I can drink. And but I wasn't embarrassed the next day because I wouldn't got a bottle again. So it wasn't any embarrassment in what I was doing. So why is there embarrassment? Yes, honey, I could I could I could throw it down. But I was I was drained, I was I was pouring my you know my sorrows and my thing. I'm just like I wanted to be numb. And I, I, I wanted to, you know, be numb to the point where I was like, oh, well, if somebody called, I wasn't lying, I was asleep. <laughs> so uh, if I said I was asleep, I was in a drunken stupor. But it was okay because that was that was what I thought I, I needed to do. And I was making excuses like, well, well we we all know that substance abuse, alcoholism, yes. sex, and I didn't even food, all those things are these things that we use to substitute the feeling. But then it becomes abusive because we have to keep on um we have to keep back. feeling that feeling, like keep feeling it, and it, it keeps happening to us. And we we're in a space where I don't want to eat this cold chocolate cake, but you eat it because it's gonna make you feel good in that moment. But then you realize tomorrow I'm be back here, so I'm gonna eat another chocolate cake tomorrow. And um, you and you you figure out you, at some point you figure that out, but you're so far gone in that given circumstance. That you you're comfortable with you're comfortable in it you're I'm comfortable. Sorry, I told you about my my chocolate cakes. No, I, I mean I was telling you about my own damn chocolate cakes. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, you know, I'm not eating chocolate cakes. <laughs> I was like, who on here said something about chocolate cakes? I was eating chocolate cake when I was the best. <laughs> I mean, but those those are things in the, in the black community. We we learn how to eat when we happy. We learn how to eat and drink. Did you see how old I won't, I won't I watch never, it. I, ne- I won't watch it. Why? Because it's too real. It's How too... am I talking about the food? Yeah, it's, it's too real. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Oh. Go, yeah. go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too real. That's that's too real for me. Oh. After what the uh, what the hell? I'm not doing that to myself. You know, I know where I'm falling short. Just get it. Just do it better. I've re-signed up. I'm... I'm Gearing myself up and making myself more comfortable with getting out and um, and being healthy and, and going back to the gym. I'm working myself to that space, but I don't need to see them keep telling me that that pork chop that I want to <laughs> eat is not good for me. I'm, I know that. You know, Who but said it wasn't good. I'm tired of people. It's not. Why is it not good? It's not good for me. It could it could be good for you, but it's not good. It's not good for me. So I, I'm, you know, you can eat it. I'll make you a good barbecue pork chop. She from Mississippi. She, she appreciates that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going. Actually, I'm gonna go to your house and make it. 
Oh, you can. Because I'm not for, I don't even want that in my house. Okay. Shout out to that. It's just, you know, it's, but it's whatever you abuse. If if I didn't abuse pork chops, I, w- I would probably be able to eat them, but I abused them. <laughs> Every time they had a special at Safeway, I abused it. So you have, to, you have to figure out, you know, what works for you and what is comfortable for you and, and understand that these things are why we are where we are. And, and it's not the drugs, it's not the alcohol, it's not the chocolate cake is not the sex. Oh uh, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not those things. But it, what it is, is us abusing things. Yeah. And it's things that's behind why we're doing. What are you trying to suppress? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to hide? What are you trying excuses. to cover up? And making yeah. and, and to continually make excuses. And that was my thing. You know, making excuses for 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 life. And now I'm able to know, like it's okay. Like you don't have to make an excuse. You don't have to, you know, like utilize these, you know, these outside things, you know, to um mm-hmm. to just cover up. Like you never know how many people don't want to admit that they're addicted to alcohol because they think that they just, you know, like, oh, I'm drinking and I'm, you know, I'm drinking with my friends and I'm drinking here and I'm drinking there. But little do you know, you need that drink. That's a that's an addictive thing. You need that drink to what? To, you know, be lively because that's even though I'm 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 sober, but I'm I'm lit. I thought when I was drinking I would be lit litter. Than you know, than anything, you know what I mean, and and so and like he said, sex. We use sex because it feels good. And I mean, if you ain't with the right, but yeah, it, it sex makes you feel good because you are so so. And nothing, so, nothing is wrong, wrong with, with any sex. of those things. Nothing's sex wrong. Maybe or, drugs, but nothing's wrong which, with <laughs> anything in excess will kill you. Exactly, it will hurt or harm you. At the least, anything in but you have to really understand why you enjoy those things. I remember I stopped drinking when I stopped hanging around certain people I call friends. And when I remember, I, I've never gone to a bar and bought alcohol. That's just not. I'm not. When I saying, met him, oh, can I tell this story? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because I'm getting that person out of my life. So I want that story. Oh, welcome that person back into my life. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Well, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Because no. that was off of Charles Street. No, we can't talk about that. Then when we went and you yeah. gave me all the free drink? Yeah, no, we're not talking about that. I'm trying to get that person. That person still watches my show. And I went to people to. Because Nate never drank. And, and he never drank. And well, so we went well out. at that time, I was never a drinker. But yeah. I found myself drinking when I was around certain people. Mm-hmm. And when they, those people decided to leave out of my life, because I didn't even have to kick them out, uh, they left. I was like, I don't have another reason to drink. I'm not drinking at home. So, so where I, else do I drink? I didn't go out anymore because I wasn't hanging with those people anymore. And those people, I'm not even saying they are who they are. I'm not having any personal feelings because people like to run their mouth and be gangsters on social media. So you know, have your conversation, if you will. But when I realized I didn't need them as friends anymore, I was like, there's no really point in me drinking. Yeah, I mean, I used to be real poor and, you know, and I mean, I'm not rich, but Nate, you know, with his cute face, because he wasn't a drinker, (laughs) we would go out and I'd be like, okay, Nate, you know, what's going on over there? Tell him you want a a, a Patron margarita. (laughs) 
and the patrol margaritas kept coming. Maybe that's what's the But yes. That, that story is a similar story like that from the same person is in the book because I had to end up getting that person out of my space mm-hmm. because you accept stuff. Yeah. And because you are generous with your drink, by only by only you don't even know we didn't know I don't fucking drink. He doesn't even know what Patron. He didn't even know what Patron was. No, I didn't because I still don't. I could, I've been a bartender and I don't know how the hell I made it through it because I don't you got even know. No, I had an app on my phone. That's what I had. Oh, but you, that is a slap in the face to all of the real mixologists. Shout out to the mixologists no, out there. I never like, call myself a mixologist. I just called and got the job. Right, exactly. But, yeah. but a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about today was really steeped in, you know, me figuring out me. And, I, and I, I've watched Radiance enough to know, like, I know when you're being fake. I know when you're being... You're rushing. I know when you have your attentions in another space. And for me, I think we all have to get better with our relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And I have to be more honest. When I see shit, I have to call shit. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I am Mr. Everything Got It Going On because I didn't, but I made everything look easy. Mm-hmm. I made everything look easy. I made it I made it comfortable for people to always call me and ask for something yeah. and never reciprocate. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I made it easy for people to see me in a space and not feel comfortable enough to call me, but to just have conversation about me. You know, and that it hurt for a long time. And I have to be honest with my hurt, but because I didn't know how to emote. And, and not, not, I didn't. I didn't know how to cry. I didn't know how to be sad. I didn't know how to do those things. All I knew how to do was keep it moving. As an actor, you drop a line, keep it moving. Yeah. I don't know how to be stuck in a moment. Mm. You know, I don't know how to do that. And, and sometimes you need to be stuck. You need to feel empty or dried out. Or you need to know how to cry at, 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 at best. That's one of the reasons why I kept being an actor. I don't necessarily love being an actor, but one of the reasons I stayed with it was because it allowed me to get out of feelings that I was having, that was built up in me. But it really, uh, today's conversation is really just building that, that those boundaries and not a wall. A boundary is not a wall, but it's something that's going to slow you down. Yes. I don't want to prevent you. I just want to slow you down. So when you when you when you are coming at me with something, it makes you second guess. And I'm realizing some people just not gonna call me no more. <laughs> I'm good with that though. I'm so sorry because he he's so serious. And that's what I, I don't. I mean, you ever see that commercial about the man? Um, was it Danny Glover that has the problem with um, laughing in the most serious conversations? <laughs> I think I have that too. I gotta talk to my therapist about that because I think uh, me and my you know daughter trying to say that I'm being completely. <laughs> yes, honest, he is, but it's so not, funny. And it's and it's because all I my friends to, call him bougie. I mean, but it's I think bouginess is a a term that we give to people who we see are unbothered. Yeah, by life situations that would sit a normal person down. Yeah. I and I'm, I have to be unbothered by situations because or 
I'm having to be more transparent because that unbothered state is still fueling certain illnesses in me now or is causing other things to happen in my life that I don't necessarily like. So I don't want you to go to somebody else and tell somebody how bougie I am, how difficult I am. But I, I don't think that you are. But I, I really, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been called bougie before, but I have, I'm, you know, I do have um, a side of me. And it's, and I, and I think it's only because, oh, you like certain, you like things a certain way. You won't do things like this, or you won't mm-hmm. do things like that. And maybe that's the norm for people. And it's not because that's not right, the way I was raised. Yeah, it's not. And so, you know, like my friends, um, my friends, I, I, you know, like they, I, I have a group of friends that are, you know, they've lived life. You know, sometimes I sit there and I be looking at them like, well, what? Oh my gosh, the black top? Y'all used to fight? Oh my gosh, I could not get off the steps in mm-hmm. my Sunday's best, you know? And yeah. so just listening to their story and I'm like, the girl code that they had ain't the girl code that I had because right. I was just like, well, I don't know what... The, and the know. communication will help you to understand and that's those similarities, but you have to be able to respect those differences. Yes. Because my mother didn't let me run the streets when I was five. Don't mean I'm, I feel like I'm any better than you are, but you have to understand what my intentions in life are and what, what makes that different. I lost friends because I decided to go back to college mm. and because I could not always and not just go back to college, but I started following my dream of being an artist. Yeah. So I didn't have time to, to hang out at the Paradox. I didn't have time to do that anymore. I didn't have time to sit in people's house and have kickbacks. I didn't have time for that. You know, I would have to say, no, I can't. I have rehearsal. You know, I remember losing a friend because she decided to have her birthday on the opening night of my thing. And it's your birthday. But you purposely did that so I would have to choose. So I let you know what the choice was. Exactly. Why would you think that? Who are you from? Are you on here? Like, why would you? Because you know how passionate. No, she in Atlanta. Oh, well, don't ever do that again. Because when it comes to. It's not going to happen to me again. Yes. Because when it comes to, you know, something that I'm passionate about and something that I love. And I, I'm, I'm just going to have to, you know, somebody. I had to disappoint somebody because I was just like. I mean, this just to happen, but mm-hmm. a couple of, I would be making excuses like, oh, I can't go. Oh, I can't do that because, um, like, I, whatever excuse. But I just said, I told her I can't go because I've already made a commitment. And if, and the commitment was already made. Now, if a commitment wasn't already made, I'm, I'm good now with being able to say, I don't, no, I don't, I don't want to do it. Mm. You know, I'm, I can't yeah. do that now. I, I don't say it louder for the, for the people in the back. Okay. I'm able to do that now. Okay. And so just like if I didn't want to do this, I know I was running late, but you know I was coming from work and I'm trying to do You good, but it's 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 about integrity at some point. Yes, and I was and, losing that. And and you had lost it. I'm just gonna <laughs> uh but it it is it's about it and I and I also lost that with people because I would I I remember being in in school and getting in so much trouble because I had booked a one night event. On the same night, I was doing a play at my school. And I skipped the last scene because I wasn't in it. I skipped the curtain call and I ran across town to do this opening of this one night show. And I remember getting in so much trouble and just being like, well, this is what I'm doing. But my integrity, 
I said I could do this. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that there was a conflict, I should have, one, communicated the conflict, and two, been strong enough to make a decision as to what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And if I had given myself to this project first, I should have either been strong enough to say, you know what, I can't do this now, versus me trying to fit everything in. And then, and and it, your intentions are with are good and solid, but the reaction and what actually happens in real life, based off of the bad choices we make, even having good intentions, is not good. And that's what messes with our integrity. And that's why people begin not to trust you because you don't show up when you say you will show up. Yeah, and I and I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm mending those you know those those bridges that were you know kind of they weren't you know, they weren't burned, burned, but, you know, they still got the materials there. I still have the materials, you know, within to be able to, you know, build them again. I don't. That's the sad part. And I probably, I probably do. It's probably some salvageable relationship there, but I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Because I've tried relationships where they were salvageable. Okay. So we about to, we about to finish in five minutes. Uh, but it really just you you figure these things out and you you've learned how to deal with life in a way that is unhealthy. If, but you have to take criticism, take from that criticism, criticism from people, the things that, you know, you need to improve on. Everything else is just that person putting 50 on 20. They just emotional in that moment. 50 on 20. Yeah, because sometimes people do that. They, they'll put their emotions in because my daddy abandoned me and then you decided to leave me as a friend. I'm going to put all of this on you. Oh, no, we're not doing that. 50 on the 20. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that. I need that. It was something else that you said um, that I need to um, hear. 50 on I'm the listening 20. listening here in a running mouth. We'll and the other one, mouth. the breaking, um, uh, the sprained heart. Oh, the breaking your own heart. Yeah. Because we, we and that that's, I, I'm going to actually end on that. Um, so this book shows the book that I'm, I'm, I'm working on now. It, it, it has turned into a letter to my mother, my father and various individuals in my life. It's turned into like a therapy session versus a letter that I want to communicate with these people. Some of them are here. Some of them are here. Um, and it, it, it shows how, my heart had been broken or sprained through various interactions with people and such. Um, and as an adult black man at about 37 years old throughout this pandemic, I had to break my heart. I had to break it for it to be mended. You know, so now that I just turned 38, um, I had to acknowledge things that have happened to me. I started having conversations and no matter how that person saw or felt about what I saw, my perspective, I still had to stay strong in what I felt. So today's show was uh, really just having this conversation and you'll see, um, I'm going to try to have Blue on here um, soon so we can kind of give you a snippet of how we're um, rolling out this book. Um, and then next week, we're going to have Mr. Issa Williams. Um, Issa? Mm-hmm. He's going to be on here next week. Uh, is that the second? I believe, yeah, that's the second. And uh, he's going to come on here and talk about a new organization that I am, I will, uh, organization where he 
he supports various artists and entrepreneurs in a consulting manner, and he helps them. He's another urban art and production major. Um, and then we'll have a couple more urban art and production, either majors or professors, come on down um, <laughs> if they return my phone call. Uh, uh, come on down and be a part of the show and just have certain conversations because a lot of what I'm going through now kind of came to a head when I was in college, and that was a number of years ago. So I've been living on theme since then. So this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Uh, tell people where they can find you at on social media. Um, you can find me on social media. I am um, on Instagram. It's Radiance, R-A-D-I-E-N-C-E, on the rise. Um, I will be um, premiering my YouTube, I'm Pretty Fucked, podcast as well. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do, because like this is one of this is kind of similar to mm-hmm. what I want to do. So, you know, um, that's going to be premiering in September. So stay tuned. Um, hopefully I'll be invited another time to join Nate, maybe, you know, in the background, whatever. I've really enjoyed my time. <laughs> I really enjoyed my time here with you, Nate. I think what you're doing is phenomenal. Keep it up. I've seen your growth. I really didn't know you were 38, but I thought you were younger. Everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> Like me. <laughs> but thank you for having me, Nate. It's been such a pleasure. Anytime. So peace out, people. Remember, BigExposedRadio.com. If you're looking for a place to bring your show, start a new show, just talk. The show. Come on, BigExposedRadio.com. You can hit me up at the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can come on down 1734 Maryland Avenue. I'll whip you up a nice special pair of earrings or and he has, bonnet And pants. he has vegan chicken salad for, for groups of five or more. Yes, so we have some workshops coming out. So we'll post more of that. Oh, lastly, I am rolling out today, so you'll start seeing some uh, advertisements for it. Um, I'm doing a versus battle, August Wilson versus uh, Shakespeare. So you have to learn one monologue from each one of their catalogs, uh, and you'll you'll record yourself doing those monologues, and then we'll post them up on our social media, and the person who gets the most likes and views will be the winner, and there are three cash prizes, uh, first, second, and third place uh, prizes for right now. We may add more prizes for best, whatever, uh, uh, but that'll come out soon, but you'll see that. So if you're an actor, you want to try something for the first time, if you're a seasoned actor, come on down, let's see your chops, um, and you'll be able to find that on the Artist Exchange page as well as our Instagram page. So it's a very cool idea. Cool feeds out. I love that. I, know. I already know what I'm doing from um, August Wilson. You know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. Which one? The one everybody does from Vincent. <laughs> Peace out, people. Bye. Thank you. Thank y'all. This is, you got a really, this is really cool. Mm Mm-hmm.